Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop, the guitar community. You said that so, like, matter of fact, like, I'm Scott. Well, you caught me with a fork, like, a, a half an inch from my mouth. I was about to take a bite. Well, you said, like, ready for liftoff or whatever, and I'm like, let's go. You still eat space. Oh, dude, do you remember the space ice cream? Mm -hmm. Like, the dehydrated ice cream? That stuff was the bomb. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. They used to sell it at the Museum of Science and Industry, which was the museum I always liked going to here in Chicago. Th there was one in Tampa. There was a Mosey in Tampa. We had the giant um, IMAX theater. Mm -hmm. That was flipping cool. That was my favorite museum. Nope, no surprise. I turned out to be an engineer. Oh man, I remember when they used to have like the connects mm -hmm. that would like, and you had we used to be able to play at the entire bottom. Did you guys have the uh, like the hurricane booth? Mm -hmm. Oh, that was so cool. Where you make a water vortice? A what? A vortex. Oh, I thought you said waterboarding. I was like, "What? Are, what are they doing in Chicago?" Sorry, that, I wasn't. I, I was referencing the George W. Bush uh, Presidential Library, I guess. There. Oh. Too deep of a cut. Did I just get political? Are we cutting this? Yeah. Well, I, I have no clue. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode is brought to you by Stringjoy, I guess. Um, <laughs> Speaking of people who won't waterboard you, <laughs> <laughs> you can buy you can buy their stuff and they won't be mean. It's great. Um, go to stringjoy.com, check out some awesome gear. Uh, their strings are phenomenal. Uh, their socks are great as well. If you don't own a pair, what are you doing? I mean, it is the style of 2021. You've got to get some Stringjoy socks. What am I doing? Uh, do you, I don't know, dude. All right, well, go check out stringjoy.com. What, what, so what, what's new with you? Uh, I got some new toys in. Um, so some various projects are wrapping up, ideally today or tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Um, so uh, the whammy I bought from you, um, the, new oh, yeah, that... the, the new Switch came today. So I, I get to solder that in, so. Two bucks later. Oh, I've, I got to say, I've got I've got that Liverpool. I'm I'm I plan on going to uh, the post office tomorrow. I've got to ship out a bunch of crap. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's not. I was actually going to loan it to a dude, so we got time. Okay, cool. Try. I got a few friends trying to do ampless rigs, and so I figured that would be like a starting point for them. I mean, it's it's where I you know well I started really with Kemper, but like that was whenever it came just kept to like, downgrading. <laughs> yeah, I was like Kemper. I'll just go. Let's see what we can get worse than that. I'm surprised I didn't go with like a Joyo Sans amp, or Joyo pedal, like AC tone or something. I heard those are actually pretty good. I mean, a lot of those things are pretty yeah. good. You know how to dial in this, the the speaker sim right? Because I mean, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'll just plug it into my guitar amp, and it doesn't sound like a Vox anymore." And it's like, well, yeah. that's not what it's supposed to do. Well, so. that's like a lot. I mean, because so the Liverpool that you're getting is the V2 that actually has where you can turn off the cab sim. Oh, that'd be cool. So you can use it oh. in front of your amp. Or I could use it, I could throw a more radar after it and run an IR. Right, right. and then you can just put whatever IR after it you want. Yeah, that would be handy. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff with those. But, yeah, I mean, running direct, I feel like people make it a little bit more complicated than it has to be. But then there's also the people who think it's simpler than it is. Like, I mean, that's like, I remember playing at this church one time. 
I came in and the guitar player was running straight to the board through a Digitech Bad Monkey. Which actually can sound good if you do it right. Right. It didn't sound absolutely horrible, but it didn't sound great. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem there is you're really depending on the, whoever's at front of house to actually dial it in well, instead of just being like, oh, no, I have to well, they'll, I mean, turn. I mean, they'll have to warm it up. You know, that's the thing, because that, that direct sound is going to be very frail sounding, in my opinion. Can be. To... I mean, so a lot of people run a direct sound into a, into a console. You just got to do it right. I mean, the other thing is a lot of times if someone's running direct from, like, their board to front of house, they're running a crazy long cable. And right. not taking care of their like their cable capacitance properly. So right. I mean, that, they're, that they're not using issue. a they're not they're not you know souping up their sound anywhere down the road. Yeah, that's where those great old radials come in. Radial and frankly, like a pedal tuner would probably help. Like uh, like a Boss TU two or TU three would help a Just lot. Just something right with a buffer in it. Yeah, yeah. Like like uh, when I ran so for a while, I was running direct at home. I was just using like an amp sim in my computer. Um, yeah which i still periodically use it's just like i have a whole my kemper just plugs in easily now so it's not like mm -hmm. it's not more effort it's not that much more effort to just leave the kemper set up but uh so i was doing that and i found the same thing like because i was using uh, a motu audio interface that didn't have like an instrument in it's just like combo jacks um, yeah. i found just running a buffer before i ran into it just helped clean the signal up a little bit so I would just like plug in like a TU2 or a TU3 or like just a boss tuner and just use that as a buffer. And that, that made recording direct a lot easier. Did we just have our topic before we even got to? No, the, actually, the... no. Cause I actually really want to talk about our topic today. Okay. All right. So let's, so, so what new stuff you got? That's that. Um, I got a third wall hanger for my, uh, my guitar wall. That just um, came in. Yeah. And by the, I've already gotten a lot of compliments on having a guitar in my background when I did a, like a zoom networking thing people seem to resonate with it so they're like oh gosh you have a you personality oh cool yeah. um so th there's that and then the last thing is uh i got an ebs flat midi cable this is the first time oh. trying that yeah that looks insanely awesome i really like it yeah it so i've i played with the one control ones um where you can you can kick it vertically or up or down Depending, yeah. on, depending on the, how you have your jacks oriented, your MIDI jacks oriented. Because, like, the um, the Warwick ones I have are, like, left to right only. Yeah. So this one's up and down. And it even it fits under the Velcro on my Volante and just snuck right into the board. So it's just, it's just going boom right down and out of the pedal. Like, you don't even see the cable. It's great. Right. And uh, you don't have to unscrew anything to kick it one direction or the other so um and it was like 10 bucks 15 bucks that's cool for a two-footer so that's um, actually not that bad on price i mean it's cheaper than a lot of the other stuff out there so yeah i mean the warwick stuff is so cheap yeah but so yeah all all kind of you know meandering accessories kind of stuff but you know some fun things going on over here how about you anything new um, well, I've got something on the way. I've got a, a just a cheap little Wilkinson bridge for um, my telly. I'm going to bring that back to life. Uh, so I'm currently on location from a listener's house that I'm crashing at. So that's pretty cool. There, Shout there, out. There's a Patreon tier that if you pay enough money, Diaz will come and live in your house. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, since Andrew is the guy that 
bought my MJT from me. Um, yeah, he's he definitely is top Patriot right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah raised, so, Ben. <laughs> you know, you need to step up. Yeah, but Ben's been great with like uh, fun pedals and stuff. But <laughs> have you housed me for a week? <laughs> it's, I don't even need to get an apartment. I'm just gonna float around from Patreon supporter to pay. Will you're next? I'm gonna head, <laughs> head to, Mur- to Murfreesboro, buddy. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I've got that going. We're planning on fixing up my telly. Uh, we're gonna redo the neck again. Um, I'm I had a Bigsby on it, and I really did a, a just a crap job. So I'm gonna bring it back to uh, a string through body hardtail, um, and. Well, bring it back to life, you know. That's cool. Yep, I'm excited about that. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me on on gear. I've been selling a bunch, so whenever I get into my new place and I get my money situated, I have to uh, I have to find a digital delay that I want to get. I don't mm. know what I'm going to get because I sold my DD5 and your uh, whatever the Fender is. And the mar- yeah, the marine layer reverb. That's uh, a reverb. I've I've got I'm I've really I really want to get a Chase Bliss pedal. And I I don't know if I want to do the blooper or the mood. They're uh those things are animals, man. Yeah, but speaking as, of bloopers, as, as a guy who owns a mood, it's it's an animal. It takes a lot to figure out. But it's cool. Yeah. Well, I figured that's a good transition. We'll talk about blooper. Uh we're gonna jump ahead on this one. So this was really cool because I, I like I don't think this was even teased. It just came out of nowhere. Well, they just so made built, yeah. They, they just like announced. It. I think they were purpose built though, weren't they? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I'm, they I'm were, jumping ahead of us actually saying what it is. All right, so built guitars, um, built built there. <laughs> Revelator electric guitar, um, and there's two of them, and they're fitted. They're fitted with Chase Bliss bloopers in the pick guard. Um, and the, it's really cool because there's two of them and they are like uh, opposite color schemes. Like one's a blue, baby blue, baby blue body or whatever color you want to call that with a white pick guard and the blue uh, accented pickups and knob switches and all that. And then the other one is inverted. It's a white body blue pick guard. Just you know. also fun because it, it's a play on the bloopers color scheme. Right, right. It matches. I mean, these guitars are so fantastic. I would hate to see the price on these, only because I know Built is a very... Um, they're not very expensive, but they are definitely in the higher tier of guitars. Yeah, I mean, they're they're fantastic guitars, but, I mean, they're the price of custom guitars. I mean... Um, right. I've, I've played... I, I've wanted one for a while. Um because they they've been on my radar because I love the the Starcaster headstock style that they do. Yeah. Um and so I forgot what the model name is. I because it's not the Revelator. They have a they have a Starcaster esque one that I really like. Um and there's often one at Chicago Music Exchange where I walk in, I'm like, don't touch, don't touch, then you're gonna want it. Don't touch. Yeah. Um But I mean so this isn't the first time they've done a built in pedal. Like uh Sarah Lipstate had one with uh what pedal was she had a reverb pedal in hers or wasn't it? Or was it a delay? Uh, I don't know. There's been a a, quite a few people who've done it. Um you can tweak the knobs on the fly makes it kinda fun to just mess with. Heck, Devo used to tape pedals to their guitar bodies. Um 
but yeah, the, and the the thing with the blooper is, from what I've seen, it's a lot of fun when you're twisting knobs and messing with the sound. Yeah. And I think that that's really cool to have it like right there. I would love to do like an uh, an analog or a tape style delay, so you can get that like weird sound. The spaceship noises. Yes. Ooh, what about? Now I've been obsessed with the freaking set it off intro from Audio Slave. Put like <laughs> the whammy control, but like always have like have it at maximum. Yeah. So you don't have to have the expression there. Or you can have like a rolling expression. What what's the what's the mini one that doesn't where where they basically ricochet. To, yeah, the ricochet. I don't know if they're um if the controls are in the same pattern as uh the whammy. Cause to play that part you'd have to have them in the right spot. Let's see. Alright, now I'm getting Cause if it is, I'm gonna ricochet. Let's see, octave dry, second, fourth, fifth, seventh octave. Yeah, the question right. is, is it the same order? Because that's the trick right. That's too. The, that's what I want. Yeah. No, it's not even gonna be close. Well, the other thing you could do is just put one of those um, what do you call them? Uh, the expression knob. Mm hmm. And just run a MIDI down to. Uh, one on the floor. Yeah. Oh, the um. Uh, oh, what was it called? We did a video. Or oh, we like we did the video with Summer Nam talking to those people. Yeah, I remember. I remember looking and talking to it, talking to them about it, and I think Ryan Burke did a demo with one, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it though. Oh, I can't. Dang it. I, I give up right now. <laughs> I'm literally. I'm gonna go to our video. His our videos on, um, noatronics. Noatronic. No. No s. Noatronic. No s. I remember because that was a thing whenever we did the video. Oh no! Oh no! S as in no s is at the end. Noatronic. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Because uh, I think there's another company that's called Noatronics. Oh. Okay. In case you guys needed to know that. Anywho. All right. Well, those look really cool. I love the idea, but I like the, the Noatronic idea with the uh, whammy. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. Yeah, because then so, you don't have to run power into a guitar because, oh, man, I wonder how they did that because, like, the blooper is kind of a, a, a power-hungry pedal. So if you're on that yeah. thing with a 9-volt, oof. Oh, yeah. I don't know. All right. So, well, since we're on Chase Bliss, we'll talk about Chase Bliss, Zvex, and Walrus, and Way Huge announced exclusive pedals for Reverb's The Pedal Movie, um, which Chase Bliss is just a reissue of the Bliss Factory with Zvex in a much better color scheme. I disagree. Um, I think the original's better and should be worth more. Oh, no. You know, only because you own one? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm a sucker and I put Velcro on it, so and it's on my board, so I want I want the I think the this black is really good looking too. The black with like the OD green knobs. Yeah. That look the green knobs are, is the best accent of it. The the original had green knobs too. Oh whatever. It's not black though. Alright. Speaking of not black, Way Huge has a pedal called Effect Pedal. Jumbo <laughs> Fuzz. 
It's a jumbo fuzz, but it just says effect pedal on it. Then jumbo fuzz underneath. It's weird. So is this the thing that George Trips was teasing earlier? Or no, he did something else. He did a he did a fuzz face run, didn't he? Where he made like four. Yes. Yeah. And they were crazy expensive. Right. Um. But so we got that. It's got uh, a we... it's got a scoop and a crunch on top of the other fuzz commands. Do you, did they say what topology it is? No, I don't know. Oh. Well, they also have the beer overdrive coming from uh, way huge. I kind of want that. I love the look of it. Which is just the saucy box, but... Oh, the effect pedal is a swollen pickle. So they're just reboxes okay. of both existing pedals, so hopefully they won't be as crazy of a special run. Um, I don't think they announced a limit on the Chase Bliss this time. 1,000. They're doing another 1,000? Yes. I mean, just given that used prices sank into, like, the 400s. Yeah. I'm really curious what's going on with demand on this pedal. And, I mean, this goes into our, our larger topic a little bit here, but... Right. Um, I want one, though. Yeah, by all means. It's Well, first off, it's a MIDI-controlled fuzz, which is fun on its own. Because, like, yeah. now I've got... Like, I'm running mine now, and it, I've got six different settings and they're all radically different things and so it's like oh cool now it does all these things you know yeah well and then you've got walrus audio who's doing the warhorn thing but it's, uh, it's it's a warhorn and an ages in one box with a custom artwork i don't know i mean so they've done this before they've done like a yeah. They did the Fathom and the ARP, and then I think they did the Fathom and the the slow? Or did they do an ARP and a slow together? I don't know. I remember the Fathom and the ARP because they called it a FARP. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's literally two pedals in the same enclosure, but they're good pedals. I mean the Warhorn and the Ages are both fantastic overdrive so well that was the most mediocre news ever well and they both come out tuesday of this week which means they're sold out probably by the time most of you are listening to this yep so all right i'll be i'll be timing on tuesday how long it takes the chase bliss to sell out again well while you're doing that pick me up a couple okay so um let's move on to rjm music announces the overture a programmable a programmable overdrive with an analog signal path. Mm, okay. See, you're not in the MIDI world anymore that you're not that excited about this, are you? Well, uh, what's the price tag on it? That's one thing. Cause it's, I saw it's Arch- expensive. Yeah, I saw Arch- 400 Nah, I'm good. But, but it's $400 that replaces multiple overdrives on your board potentially if you're trying to run a small midi board midi board which more and more people are trying to do now um this this could be the trick for a lot of people where they're like you know first off i don't want to run a midi switcher like a like a like a loop switcher thing um yeah i still want on off controls and stuff like that and then they were like i want more than one i just i don't want to do like a tube screamer i want i want my clon i want my tube screamer i want my king of tone i want my you know and so getting all that in one box, if you're not a guy who stacks overdrive pedals, this can give you a lot of versatility in a small I feel spot. like 
I feel like every MIDI programmable overdrive, like it comes out, people are excited for like 15 minutes and then it dies. Yeah. I mean, the brothers. M Drive, brothers. Brothers did pretty well for about a year or two. Yeah. yeah, it's discontinued now. And then um there's uh the Scarlet Love or the Scarlet That had from, MIDI? Yeah, the V three did. V three oh. was MIDI. Um and then you had Source Audio had the I I don't I can't remember what it was called. But they've had a MIDI overdrive. I mean oh. They just I think it's like one of those things where it's you, cool. you think you want it, but you don't actually want on that. Or yeah. it's, maybe it's like MIDI fuzzes after I just sung their praises. Like a lot of people we want to have lots of overdrives and fuzzes and we want to keep swapping them out because it's fun. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Alright, so no demos on this one, about... so we don't know how good it sounds. That's the other downside of it. Right. Um, speaking of uh, things that we think we want that we probably never really need, um, <laughs> LR Bags has the voice print DI now, or the voice print DI now supports Apple Watch control. I so admittedly, I just threw this in the article. <laughs> I threw this article in, and I have no idea why or what it does, and I'm basically yeah. reading it on the fly. I, um, oh, welcome. Hey, hey, that's what I do. Wait, wait. Is the voice print the thing that basically uses a cabinet IR to put an authentically acoustic tone with your acoustic pickup? Yeah, that's what I thought it is. Yeah. So eh, it's got it's got some extra controls on it, but I'm just like, mm, it's an IR loader. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. You can control it with the Apple Watch. I mean, it's it's, it's a nifty little uh. thing don't want to control things with an apple watch four hundred dollars for it by the way you don't have an apple watch do you i don't so that's why you can control it with your uh iphone too again i don't totally get this yet it doesn't have midi oh my gosh it doesn't have to have midi it's got the apple watch whatever (laughs) I'm done trying to explain to you how this works. I, I fully get how this thing works. It has an effects loop. It's a DI. It's got an Apple Watch. And it has Bluetooth built into Watch. it somehow that you can communicate with like Apple devices. But you're going to have to get a Bluetooth to MIDI kind of thing to get any other thing. Any other, the, the standard protocol protocol across all other musical things um, isn't supported. All right. Well, talking about not supporting, I don't support this next thing. SE Electronics announces Miles Kennedy signature microphone. They made it just in case someone only wanted to be able to stand your voice for one song and then say, I can't do this anymore. Ouch. Yeah, I don't fucking care. That's, I, you know what? Man's got a great voice. He's got amazing range. He's, I mean, he's talented, but I can only listen to one song at a time and I have to have to take like a month off in between. But that's your problem. It's not that he can't sing for more than one song. No, okay. no, no. It's that's why I said if someone wants to only listen to you sing, it's because it's because your voice is that not bad, but it's that distinct. All right. So it's a dynamic mic. Um, 
So I guess, I mean, you're, is it competing with a 58 or a beta 58? Beta 58, I'd say. Okay. So at 130, it's actually not that crazy of a price then because a normal oh, 58 really? is about 100 bucks and then a beta 58 is like 200. I don't, I don't pay for microphones, so I don't really know this. Oh, I don't pay for microphones. Sorry. I don't know what that voice was, but. That's just the jealousy that I'm hanging out with my shore rep on Friday, right? Can you tell them I need an SM7B? I don't know. I got my M7 for free, but I'm pretty sure I have to give it back to him. Okay. Well, explain to him. Tell him what I'm going through in my life and see if he has a soul and say the only thing he needs, the only thing he wants is an SM7B. He doesn't even know what it does. I I would get the M7 if I were you. For what for what you're looking to do, I think it's a better no, starter mic since you don't really have like an audio interface that can really drive an SM7. So if you're gonna get an SM7, you're also gonna have to get like a cloud cloud lifter and deal with all the noise from that. So I I'll, I just want Barry White voice. <laughs> That's just something unique to Chris that he screws up in his <laughs> computer. <laughs> all right, so uh, I mean I, uh, I would love to have Miles Kennedy's range range. Do you think oh buying gosh. his mic would give me that kind of a range? Well, buying the SM7B got Chris the Barry White range. So, Wrong direction. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went the other way with it. All right. Um, okay, so we're going to move on. PV officially releases the much anticipated. I don't know how it's much anticipated, but okay. Misha Manser, signature Invective MH amp head. So who is Misha Manser? Periphery. Okay. He's the dude oh, is that the guy periphery. who does the... Is that the guy who has the precision drive and all that? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, this is what? like one of the influencers' signature amp. So, it, this is a big deal. It's also yeah, PV, yeah, but... who, like, makes nothing anymore. Um, uh, why did they pick that fucking logo? Because. No, no, no. They could have done a different one. They could have not made it so, like, 80s. Yeah, but, I Looks... mean, he was using a 5150, I think. For a long time before he did his signature thing, so. Or was he doing yeah fifty one fifty or maybe sixty five oh five? No, sixty five oh five is the one that I think everyone hates. Okay. Uh, under a thousand bucks, twenty watt down to five watt or a single watt, sixteen I mean, and a half pounds. Uh, EL84. I thought base. you were talking about the. I thought you were talking about the cost. I was like, that is cheap. Like I don't even have to convert that. I know I can afford that. Oh, you know what? I think he did a larger amp before, and this is like the scaled down version of it. Okay. Well, I mean, but seven hundred bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. It's actually yeah. At seven hundred bucks is actually where yeah. Wow. Um. So you know who this competes with? Is Paul Reed Smith has a amp head in this space with Mark Tremonti. Yeah. I remember we talked about that uh, when they released it at NAM. Um, <sighs> but isn't the Mark Tremonti one like five, six hundred? It's pretty cheap. I mean, I considering it it's like it's hot rod deluxe pricing. Like, you know, like yeah. it, you don't have a you don't have an amp or a speaker with it, but um, this does operate um, it can go direct with an XLR out and you, I think USB 
Uh, and I think it can do speaker sim, which again, at this price point, seems ridiculous to me. Um, yeah, that's... It's got a tube awesome. status indication circuit, which lets you know if tubes are going bad. Which what? all amps should have. Oh, that's a great little... That thing. is amazing. How? You know what? PV, if you were to change the logo, this would be doing a lot better. I, can, are, can the logo just come off? <laughs> I mean, well, the problem is, is the logo looks like it's on top of uh, Tolex. Uh, I think it's like metal. I hope so, because if it's on top of... Uh, just take a piece of gaff tape and just yeah, cover up that like logo. I mean, it, I don't know if this is your sound. I mean, this is going to be gent city here, but... I, I want a gent. Yeah. I'm totally going for middle-aged gent dad. I'm going to be a gentleman. So, no, so, I mean, at that price point, it's got to be made in China, right? Oh, it's PV, so... They shut down all their American stuff. Yeah. Do they make anything in America anymore? Probably not. I still, I still just remember that undercover boss episode that was so oh, terrible. Oh, that was so. What was what's his name? The uh, the owner Harland, Hartland, Harland PV. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it it looks so bad. And then you, then here's the fun part to remember: you pay to be on Undercover Boss. They paid what? to do that. That's the way that business model works. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's pure PR. You, your company looks great. Your business goes up when hardly PV. Yeah, when the when you see that, oh, look how great of an owner they are. They're not some cold, blah 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 corporation. And then you pull that crap where you you're unrelatable to any of your employees. Everything's wooden. Someone tells you your sob story, and then you fire them two months later after they you, they say, "Hey, I got a better job." And you say, "Don't leave yet." So, screw you, PV. <laughs> but this amp looks dope. Yeah, <laughs> screw you, PV. Looks good though, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're big corporation guys, but uh, I mean, I I don't have a problem with a lot of companies. PV just yeah, undercover boss ruined it. Okay. Let's move move on to this last thing on gear news. Um, why don't you explain this one? I know what it is, but I feel like you have you'll be more eloquent about it. I can't actually. So I haven't played with it yet, but yeah, Toman has the the largest store in Germany, if not all of Europe. Um, has they're like the Sweetwater of Europe. Yeah, has announced the Stompenberg FX online app. That lets you change parameters on real stomp boxes in real time with sample sounds to determine how they sound. Um, they're not the first people to do this, though. No? No. I believe, was it Tonehaven um, or something like that? If you go to Keeley's website, they've got mm -hmm. it on there. Let's see. RKFX.com. I'll figure out who it's through, but this they're not the first people to do this. But they probably have a larger amount of pedals to pick from. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know what I want to get. Never mind. I want the echoes. I just thought about it. Well, I mean, here's so here's a cool idea to do with it. Um it I if you if it really is like in real time, it so it's like a zoom call yeah. where you're just you're playing it, you're playing a loop through it. So uh have you was Btronics ever at a NAM that you were at? 
DS? Yes. So did they ever have their display where they kind of do like a video thing and they just leave the pedal and some of the audio from it is routed through the pedal. And so like you're watching a band play and you can actually tweak the guitar player's track on their pedal. I think it's similar to that. Just at the same time. Did you just burp in the mic? I I tried not to, but I did. Um, I just had to call it out. That's all. Yeah. Scoreboard is what? One, two, how many from you? Uh, I am the champ, okay? <laughs> That's me, the champ. They don't call me champ for nothing. All right. Um, <laughs> it's like no one calls you champ. <laughs> and so there's there's also a... Um, uh, there are things that... T- there are motorized turn-your-knob via MIDI devices out there, so I could... I'm I'm just speculating how to do this without actually watching the video in real time and knowing how to do it. But so like you could just like do a zoom call where somebody has an interface where they can control the MIDI so they can twist the knobs while yeah. Luke is playing. And it's just basically a zoom call. I mean that could that could that could work. It just like it would require setup. But I have no idea. Or it might be something more, but this is like the most COVID solution, which I'm actually kind of yeah. down with. I mean, like, you, you already think about how, like, we never go into guitar stores and play with pedals anymore. We just watch a bunch of YouTube demos and make a decision if we like it or not. I might actually go and do this now to determine what kind of range it's like. And then go, why doesn't this sound like Andy? Um, but, yeah, I think it's cool. We'll see where this all goes. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, do we want to talk about? Let's go to your topic. Yeah. Uh, so there's been a few videos out lately. Uh, Casino Guitars actually did a really good couple of videos on this. Um. So we, when when COVID first broke out, everyone was like, "Oh, this is the end of the guitar," because like all these guitar stores were struggling. And then 2020 was like the best sales year ever. Yeah. For guitars, and there's more new players ever in. I think they said something like normally 90% of new guitar players quit within the first six months and it doesn't look like that's happening. Well, I feel like it's it's also like um, one of the biggest reasons why people give up guitar in the first six months is they don't put in the time because they have a life. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's one reason why it's hard for – I say it's harder for adults to start and stick with it than kids – um, because kids have all the time on their hands that they, you know, adults or have they're even work. forced to by the parents. Like, oh, you need to right. practice. Half- like, I, I had to practice piano half an hour a day when I was yeah. a kid. You know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no, I understand that completely. That's that's the way I was raised. But there's it's that's the thing is I feel like we've morphed out of that because mm-hmm. there's so many adults who are working from home, mm-hmm. um, and they're able to fiddle around with the guitar in between Zoom calls. Or just any time that they want to distract themselves from work. And, I mean, that's awesome. How many, but there's a lot of, if you talk to a lot of adult guitar players. They're all buying stuff right now. And you also ask them, uh, you know, it used to be you ask all the adult guitar players, you know, when did you start playing guitar? A lot of them said whenever they were kids or, you know, teenagers or something like that. Usually, Um, Usually junior high or college tends to be like the two startup times for people. Right. And then you've got the weird ones like me where, like, I had my first guitar lesson when I was in, like, third grade. Wow. Like, 
I, I stopped playing guitar for a while. I played piano. I played other instruments. I ended up coming back towards the guitar. But yeah, I mean, I I learned guitar early on, and um, I mean, it's just kind of a thing though where life gets in the way and it's tough. I mean, honestly, everyone that people ask me all the time, like, how'd you get so good at guitar? I'm like, I dropped out of high school. Like, I mean, I'm joking, but like, honestly, I spent most of my high school just playing guitar. And, you know, I didn't do schoolwork crap like that. I made bad decisions and played guitar, but like, that's where a lot of my time was spent. And, uh, I think that that's really shifting just with the quote unquote normal that we're in. Yeah. So you got that going on. So there is probably an influx of buyers. There is an unprecedented demand for guitar right. gear. Um, at the same time, there's a great guitar shortage. And there's also tariffs on parts, making it hard for builders to get parts from overseas. Well, they can get them. They, they just they have to pay more for them. Um, well, even then, there's still a shortage, too. You've got a lot of people who are having problems sourcing parts. Yeah, and that that has more to do. I I thought that had largely been fixed at this point, but this is in other industries too. Like people talk a lot right now about the on the computer side, there are no graphics cards. Yeah, at all. Like they're they're recommending like five and ten year old graphics cards now. Wow. Uh, so like when I tried to build a computer last summer, it took a while. Like it took me a while to get a my hands on an Intel processor when I built my computer um, and like, you can't get Intel processor. I think he can get Intel right now, but like AMD is like sold out everywhere. So I wow. mean, there, there's a chip shortage. It's affecting cars. It's hard to buy cars right now, believe it or not. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's everything is in short demand. So, I mean, there's, there, there's two sides. There's one, there's increased demand and also there's less production. And right. so both those two things are going to no surplus, and now the gear market is in a bubble, or is the guitar, is the gear market, the used gear market, in a bubble, or is it about to pop? What what's going on there? But if you look at, <laughs> I think it's about to pop. I think we're about to have a giant surge of, um, I think people have overcorrect. I, I would say people have like. Uh, Builders and stuff have, have probably started ordering a lot more parts and uh, what they can get their hands on, and they're going to up production as best they can. And I think that we're going to get where we're going to have a giant flood of new gear. And I don't, I don't think that I think that's going to cause used prices to go back down. We'll see. I mean, that's a big that's a big because I, I think that's what's happening that's the big thing with the used gear market is it's because you can't find some of the stuff new and it's not because it's discontinued it's because it's just out of stock mm -hmm. i mean that, that's where the crazy things happen like how the ktr goes mm -hmm. from use use discount to six hundred dollars per one is right. its production cycle that's gone in and out of production a few times now um, I mean, I was able to pick up a KTR for like three twenty-five. You could still yeah. make money on that right now, I think. Right, and like that's the thing, like, but that was the normal then. Well, I, when I bought and, mine, it was like two thirty. Yeah, I mean, was it new. was. I bought mine from a store in Canada, though, so I think I. Oh yeah, because you ended up buying it. Didn't you have? Didn't you buy it from Eastside, and it took forever or something like that? Um, I bought it from Eastside when I heard that the the market was drying up. 
and then they like sold three of the last one and so they had to back order us and so i was like hey i'll just wait and i thought it would be like yeah i'll be here in a month and then you know six months later i'm like give me give me my money back please and they did like they were cool about it but because at the same time i was like well if you guys are first in line for the next batch i still want to be in that spot yeah um so um yeah, so um, I mean, there's the, uh, so there's some interesting stuff going on in the gear world right now. It's like you can't buy a new Martin D16 or a D18 right now. Yeah, you just can't get your hands on one. You can't get a Gibson Les Paul Standard right now, believe it or not. And I know everyone is so that divisive on that guitar, but it still is an icon. Um, go on Sweetwater and try to find an American. What's what's the current American Professional? Yeah. They're all sold out. So these aren't squires selling out. These are the high-end stuff, too. Yeah, it's because people aren't going out and eating, and they're not... Well, people are, but, like, people are... Uh, they're not going out and spending money. They're not pe- going to concerts. They're not going out to bars like they were. They're not going out and spending money frivolously on things, you know, experiencing life outside the house. So they're bringing fun to themselves. And yeah. they've got this influx of cash that would normally be spent elsewhere well and we're all rich off buying game stock right yeah and our uh stimulus checks then biden bucks yeah i don't think i got one yeah you're you have you're, kids you're pro. It's oh different. yeah so. um which it's fine i don't need a stimulus check i mean i make enough money that i'm doing okay stimulate me i need a stimulus check joe biden if you're listening to this, send me one. I want to be stimulated. <laughs> so when I was at Chicago Music Exchange I don't know, <laughs> a month or so ago, and my buddy was looking at you know D18, HD18, HD28s. Like he he's been he really wants that like Tony Rice sound. Um, and he so we were playing through a bunch, trying to see what clicked with him and stuff like that. And the the guy who was working the desk there said a, a 2020 Martin might actually carry more value in the future than a 2021 or 2019 a covid martin yeah do you think there's anything to that i think if you're i think people will be dumb enough to pay a premium for it i mean it would be one thing if there was like some type of an emblem on it or something that like marked that it was special other than just like magic serial numbers but this also seems like one of those things like weirdos on the forums will just like completely go all in on yeah like i said there'll be people dumb enough to believe that it's special yeah <laughs> like, but i mean that's like you've got some pedal makers who are doing well there's a jhs is doing the covid marking they are on yeah on, on their pedals that are being oh. made like yeah when they did the um was it the legends of fuzz series they did like made at home or something yeah. like that yeah and then they also uh yeah they had let me go grab my legends of fuzz and see where it is we'll wait patiently Mm. what's interesting is the uh the label's already starting to go on the back Uh oh yeah it's kind of weird since you know i haven't put any velcro on it um i gotta get a screwdriver bear with me we're bearing are you bearish bullish i'm i'm i am a bear according to certain people 
<laughs> certain people whose houses you're staying in? I don't think that. No, that that make things a little awkward. Yeah, could justify how you're paying your way. Oh my gosh, Andrew, please don't listen to this episode. Please don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Caroline, please don't listen to this episode. <laughs> please don't listen to this with the kids in the car. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Actually, just as a general rule, please don't listen to this podcast with kids in the car, everybody. As a, as a general rule, please don't listen to this podcast. Like, what? Damn. I'm just kidding. Please listen to this podcast. Uh, I'm not seeing anything on my Legends of Fuzz. Well, it was not made Maybe with it was on COVID love. I don't know. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add before you wrap this thing up? Um, in some ways, I've really enjoyed the inflated used market because I took advantage of it. Um, but so, you know, if you are sitting on if you are sitting on stuff, we were like, yeah, I should sell this. Maybe I should sell this. Now's the time to do it. Um, especially if you own a Gibson that you're thinking like, yeah, I don't really love this thing. Maybe I should sell it. Used Gibsons are like an all time high right now. So it's a good time if you have a desirable one. Um, so sorry, M2 owners. Um, I don't know what else to say. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast uh, that you're not going to listen to with your kids in the car. Um, so you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Also don't let your kids join there. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. Find our YouTube because we don't know where it's at. Email us at the effects loop at gmail.com. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the effects loop. If you give enough oh. money, I'll come sleep at your house. Oh, actually speaking of actual Patreon rewards, yeah. uh, I forgot my what's new. Um, the, f- oh. The potential prototype for our Patreon reward for the year might be in. Wait, what is... I'm, I don't even know what that is. Oh, I sent you a picture of it. What? When? Uh, over the weekend? I'm so confused. I'll send you a picture after we're done. But yeah, Did you send it on Facebook? Or whatever. All right, just send it after we're done. Yeah, we're... Uh, oh, sorry. We'll, we'll announce it once we made it, because we'll make a few extras, probably and give them to like past guests and stuff, too, so... I'm so confused. All right. Well, you guys will find out when I find out, I guess. And we can all be surprised together. Um, <laughs> Stringjoy, thank you for sponsoring this episode. Go to stringjoy.com and you can find some awesome, cool gear, some strings, some string cleaner, some, you know, you can clean your guitar there too. Uh, their microfiber cloth is one of my favorites. Their string so, cleaner is fantastic. I need to clean all my guitars. Yeah. This is your this is your uh, monthly reminder to clean your guitars. Uh, have your guitars spayed or neutered. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah.
creativity always drawing out picture and revisualize love Energized lies together, together We undefeated A plan to make weather's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving And believing in a community that remains happy Then the after, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Don't buy